0: Miko Hartman. how I mean, I to- <laughs> <laughs> I I All right, ready? Three, two, one. Miko Hartman, Elwood County High School, Bowman, Georgia. Another edition of Riding Home, this time Dean Legge, Matt DeBerry. This is the 19th year in a row that a Georgia player will be in the Super Bowl. Miko Hartman uh, playing for the Chiefs against San Francisco 49ers. Uh, we're going to talk about Miko's journey through. Uh, Elbert County all the way to uh, the Super Bowl, and let's—we're going to touch too, on the offensive line coming up in 2020. Matt, are you? I mean, when you see Mikol running around out there, it can't be much of a surprise that he is an explosive playmaker in the NFL, considering everything we saw over his four-year career at Georgia.
1: Absolutely not. I mean, it's really cool, you know, from my perspective because Mikol was one of the first guys that I interviewed, you know, covering Georgia recruiting for Dog Post. Nicole was one of the first guys that I got to know. I saw him early on. He was always a great guy, gave me a great interview, uh, and just a super nice guy overall. So the talent was always there, but it was really cool to interact with him off the field as well. But, you know, I saw him in the Rising Seniors game takeover when guys participated in the Rising Seniors game. But, you know, he he took Elbert County a long way, you know, in the playoffs on his back at quarterback just running around and being the best playmaker fastest guy on the field by a mile so he was fun to watch always has been always been explosive we saw him at dog night yeah. uh, catching bombs from Jacob Eason Jeremy Pruitt took him put him at defensive back he started running backwards I remember you said yeah. you know not many people can run you know forward as fast as Miko can run backwards and and he's just a great athlete and he's proven early on he's had a great rookie year and I believe he's the first pro bowler that I covered in high school. He made the pro bowl this year. So really cool to see him and just see his career, you know, from Elbert County through Georgia and now into the NFL. And I don't know, Dean, I've said this for a while. It feels like Georgia probably should have got Nicole Hardman the ball a little bit more than they did.
0: Yeah. Sonny <laughs> Sony Michelle probably, too, in that national championship game if we're, yeah. if we're, if we're picking on things. I think uh, Nicole was um, – was very interested in football from the get go, and you could see it. Um, I, I'm trying to remember, um, it was at a camp with Chad that I first met him. I'm gonna have to now go back and look at the pictures real quick. Y'all are seeing them um, if you're watching this on YouTube, you're seeing them um, scroll past. Um, but this is as we record this, I'm having, a, I'm having a hard time. I think that was in 2014. When I first met uh, Mikko Hartman and, and did uh, some photo shoots with him. Um, and then just through the years uh, watching Mikko, um, you know, the, the, the thing about it is everybody knows how to pronounce his name now. Everybody, you know, he's a known entity. Uh, you understand what you've got. But when you first meet players like Mikko, you, you don't know. I mean, you don't know what their name I mean, how do you exactly pronounce this guy's name? You know, what's the correct way to pronounce it? The first image I have of Mecole was from almost six years ago in 2014. That was at a MVP camp uh, that Chad was running at the time. Uh, And we did a photo shoot, I think, yeah, later that day. Um, And he was a heck of a player, man. He was fast, fast. and here's 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 a here are some blasts from the past that were in some some of these shots with Miko, Tobias Little from Mays, Lovejoy's uh, Montel Custis, uh, Quintez Johnson from Cedar Grove, and Antoine Jackson from Cedar Grove. Those were all guys that were at that that combine. And the big thing for Miko, uh, and here's an image you took. I'm just I'm just looking at it right now. Uh, it was at an Adidas camp. Uh, it was stuff that. He really got into the camps. He enjoyed them. Do you know what I mean?
1: Oh, there's no doubt. I mean, he was the first guy in line. He wanted all the reps. Uh, I took a picture, put it up on on Twitter years ago of him staying after an MVP camp working with defensive backs and their backpedal and this and that. And he could have gone home. It was at Lovejoy High School. He lived in Elbert County. If I'm Miko, I'm getting back on the road taking my nap and wanted to get back, but he was staying after this camp that was already three hours long um, and was helping some of these younger guys. I think he was a high four-star, maybe a low five-star guy at the time. Everyone already knew him, but he loves the game. He loves getting better. He loves teaching it to others, and he's just a football guy. He's a football guy, and it's really worked out for him, and I mean, he's made it.
0: I'll tell you what, um, being local in Athens, it gives you the ability uh, to see guys. Now, I didn't see, you don't see tons of guys like you would like when you, I grew up in Tucker, so I know, um, which is in East Atlanta, so I know uh, good football for sure. In Athens, you don't see it as much because you have only two high schools, whereas there's, you know, 40 or or so, maybe even more than that in Atlanta, probably probably closer to 100. Anyway, long story short, there are two guys that I've seen play high school football in Athens lately. They were both at Cedar Shoals, poor Cedar Shoals. The first one that I saw was Maycole, and he absolutely destroyed Cedar Shoals that night. It was a, a 40 to 14 win for Cedar uh, for Albert over Cedar Shoals. And then I I don't know if it was a year later, did you want to say something? No, no, no. I was listening to, uh, to your story. I'm trying to figure out who this
1: the other guy is. The other guy
0: is not in the NFL yet, but he's going to be a top. You know, he's going to be a first-round draft pick. And it was Derek Brown, and, and they absolutely. I mean, I felt bad for Cedar Shoals uh, with Derek, um, and I felt bad for them, frankly, with with uh, It was a year. It was. It was. A, it was. It was a couple of weeks later. <laughs> so on September on August twenty August ninth, twenty fifteen, just before Georgia. Started Grayson Lambert uh, against. Um, oh my gosh. I'm trying to block so much of that year out. It was such a ridiculous <laughs> moment. Uh, and then uh, September 18th, 2015, uh, Derek Brown and company beat Cedar Shoals 35 to nothing. Those two players, within a few, uh, within not that long from one another, just absolutely destroyed Cedar Shoals. And I have to say, looking back on it, I think I think Derek was probably more impressive, but that was because Miko was playing um, quarterback, and yeah. and he was I mean, this is a guy that you know was an NFL, I mean, an All Pro was he All Pro No, it was NFL he was he wasn't All Pro he was uh, he was I think uh, he made the Pro Bowl Pro Bowl, which is not the same as All Pro, but boy, I would not be stunned if Miko was a, an All Pro guy he was. That night at dog night with Jacob um yeah that was cool but the the part that was so crazy to me was how fast he was running in the in the DB drills the kids were running fa- forward in DB and um Miko was running backwards at least as fast if not faster than they were they had no chance of completing passes that's why I wasn't so sure he wouldn't be a defensive back at the next level in college
1: it was crazy cuz the big name that was at that camp wasn't me Cole. Jacob Eason was a big deal, but the big recruit there was Demetrius Robertson. That's the guy everyone wanted to see. Can Funny remember, how things turned which, out.
0: Which which one which year was that? Can you remember specifically?
1: It was well, it was Schottenheimer was there. So I think it was 15. the summer going into 2015. Yeah, here here, it,
0: was here the, it is. Here it is, right here. I've got it. Yeah,
1: the that, Trevor Lawrence dog night. So that That's was what I on, like to call it.
0: I think that was when Trevor was um I think they maybe thought that Trevor was going to play more like he did in this the, uh, in, the S- in the SEC in the in the national championship game than than, than than what he's been like the bulk of his time at Clemson. Uh, but having we him- could do a whole
1: another riding home on this on this on uh, this uh, that dog night. But um, but Miko was the guy. Yeah. Uh, we knew he had NFL speed. That's why he was a five star. We knew he had the explosiveness, um, and, and it worked out for him. I don't know why. He didn't play. As, I mean, he was a defensive back his freshman year. I don't know. If, he didn't redshirt, but he didn't play a whole lot anyway. But right. would have nice to have seen Michael play a little bit and uh, help Jake Abisa out in that 2016 season for sure.
0: Yeah, that dog night was was actually. I'm just looking through the photos here, and, and again, everybody will see them. I mean, here's Nate McBride. I'm seeing you might not see them as we as I as I do this, but it's Nate McBride is there, Ben Cleveland, Tyler Simmons, uh, Bailey
1: Hawkman committed to Georgia that night. I think.
0: Yeah, um, <laughs> that was Isaac, a night. Isaac Nada, Charlie Warner, um, uh, yeah, guys Eric like McGree. Marlon
1: Davidson who would go to Auburn, and I mean there were a ton of players there.
0: Yeah, there were some players now, no no doubt about it. They Cam Akers, who you know, and here's here's Trevor making the journey <laughs> all the way down. Standing, I don't on. know what they were <laughs> doing, man. They just screwed that up. I mean, that's just. That's all there is to it, and you know he's an exceptional player. He's a first-round draft pick for sure, top you know five guy. Now Bailey Hawkman had already committed. Jacob was already committed, so maybe that's the reason why he was you know number three in line, so to speak. But
1: Jake Fromm was not there. I remember no, Jacob Easton, Hockman, and Trevor so. throwing right beside each other. Those three. Um, but back to Miko, we could keep yeah that dog. Well, yeah, it it just, was wild,
0: you, but... just, you see, you see, you know, you go, I go back through images and, you know, Anthony McFarlane, uh Demetrius Robertson. Yeah, he wasn't even going that night, but uh, he was there and I think was committed to Alabama at the time. Can you refresh my memory on that?
1: Um, man, that was a long time ago. I don't know if he was committed. He might have been leaning somewhere, but. You talk about wild recruitments, that was definitely one of them. Yes. Uh, four years ago. So yes. I, I remember it just being a big deal that he was there. And, you know, in Athens, you know, he was a five star guy as well. But it was Mikle that was running routes. He tried to get all the reps he could. because um, he was buddies with Jacob Eason. They came in that, you know, same class together. Yeah. And um,
0: You think you think Trevor's crazy had how a,
1: things change,
0: but. you think Trevor's had a haircut? Since 2000, maybe Surely a trim. Surely he's had a trim, right? maybe a
1: trim or two. Yeah, I'm just looking. At his something. brother's got even longer hair. He's had one since his brother has. Can his brother throw I'll it like that. he can? No, his brother can paint. He's a good artist, great artist. Uh, he's good at painting pictures and all that. I feel Trevor like I feel like we honor. should
0: quickly transition to the offensive line because I don't think any of us care Before about. We go off. Yeah, the, the, the <laughs> artistic ability of Trevor Lawrence's younger brother. Uh, I'm
1: not as older, but let's yeah, let's go.
0: I'm not quite. Uh, I'm not quite as concerned about the offensive line situation as a lot of people are, um, and maybe I'm being maybe I'm being just too optimistic for Georgia's chances. That the biggest hurt is losing Andrew Tom uh, Andrew Thomas. I mean, I don't. I'm not sure if he gave up a sack at Georgia, but if he did, he he didn't give up much. And um, but you, you're returning Justin Schaefer who started a couple of games Ben Cleveland who was your starter at right guard Jamari who's probably going to play left tackle Trey Hill was your starter at center uh, and then Warren Erickson started that uh, started the, the Sugar Bowl game if I'm not mistaken you still have Xavier Truss to deal with McClendon uh, Webb could come in and play center that could kick uh, Hill over to left guard if you wanted to uh, I'm assuming Georgia signs Broderick Jones. They obviously have signed Tate Ratledge. So you've got some tackle bodies coming into this thing. Losing Andrew is the part that hurts. And 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 you know, obviously Isaiah Wilson was a very good player for Georgia. Um, but I think I think Isaiah is replaceable. Andrew maybe not as much. But maybe this is a slightly different offense coming into things. You're not so so dependent on the offensive line being as dominant as Georgia wanted them to be in 2018 and
1: 19. Well, I think if you're a fan, if you're a Georgia fan, you kind of knew Andrew Thomas was going to go. You thought maybe Isaiah Wilson would go. I don't think that surprises anyone. But you're sitting back thinking, hey, well, at least we got Cade Mays. We can throw Cade Mays out there at one of these tackle spots. Jamari, Trey Hill, Ben Cleveland, we'll be fine. Well, Cade obviously left, and uh, uh, all the details are over on Dog Post, so don't miss out on that, but... I think you're right. Overall, I think it's going to be fine. You still got former five stars, lots of four stars. There's a lot of talent there. And Matt Luke is a pretty good coach. He knows what he's doing. Um, but it is going to be tough to replace those tackles. I don't think the right tackle or left tackle will probably be as good as what they were last year. But it's not like George's offensive line was insanely good last year. They were solid. They were a really good group. Um, but I think Georgia could have some of that same success. I mean – I do think that Georgia will probably score more points per game and, you know, be more up-tempo and maybe that helps the offensive line. But, again, with with this new scheme coming in, I think the ball will get out a little quicker. You know, who knows? I think Matt Luke will be able to coach this group up and under the new offensive philosophy. Um, I'm sure the offensive line will, will be fine. Um, we don't know, but... There are plenty of guys who are going to step up who have played before. Yeah, It's not like these guys are brand new. A lot of these guys have experience. They might not be a top 10 like Andrew Thomas, but that's what happens. These guys are still you know, very sought-after prospects. They've got the size. And then the guys who I think are going to win the job are probably the ones who have been here a couple of years, from that 2018, yeah. uh, maybe 2019 class. And maybe you do have a guy like Broderick or Tate come in and play as a freshman a little bit. But overall, it's going to be guys who have been here for a couple years by now, and I think they should be fine.
0: Question is, is Broderick Jones as good a prospect as Andrew Thomas? I think we would both, both say probably not. But, you know, how far away from Andrew is he?
1: Well, I think Andrew was more ready to play coming in and being like, okay, I can definitely play yeah. SCC ball at a high level where I think Broderick is still a little bit more of a project. He's got that body type, but he's got the frame where you'd still like him to put on a little bit more weight. Um, but he, he's got the length. There's no doubt about that. And he's you know, a pretty good athlete, especially in, in pass blocking situations. But I don't know if he's ready to step in day one like Andrew well, Thomas did.
0: Well, it's our, and of course, Andrew, is, as people may or may not recall, I mean, Georgia star, that 2017 season, Georgia had first-round draft picks on left tackle and right tackle. Is John, are Jones, Ratledge, and Van Pran guys that you expect to come in and play, though?
1: I think you could. I really like Cedric Van Pran, uh-huh. and I think if he comes in and does a really job and proves that he could play you know, high SEC caliber ball at center right away, then maybe you do switch Trey Hill over, who occasionally had some snap issues, uh, didn't have the best year at center, and you know, it's something that we've said for years now since we start covering Trey Hill, that he looks like a guard. He's got well, the I lower body so. type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That maybe you know, with a guy like either Clay Webb or Cedric Van Praan, Van Praan, however it is, comes in and you know looks like they could you know start at center. And again, uh, this is Matt Luke's offensive line, and he might look at it different yeah. than Sam Pittman. So if one of those guys steps up at center, maybe yeah. that does help because you could move Trey Hill over to guard, where he might be a little bit
0: better. See, I think my my global point is that it's not like they don't have options because they do and this this the the i don't know how many people are thinking that Georgia's going to fall on its face generally speaking I, I i don't know it's it seems like they've got momentum right now coming into um it seems like they've got momentum coming out of the off season you got to finish out with jones and van pran and make sure nothing silly happens there um and if you do that in this recruiting class you're looking still at the number one, I mean, you still can sign the number one class, but for the 2020 season, I think those guys will play. And I think they'll probably play on the right side, but I think they'll play. And this is still a pretty good group. I mean, I keep, I keep track of players as if, you know, in relation to them being top 100 players. And there are several two dot players on the, the board here. Um, And, some of the one-dot players are not so bad themselves. So it's something to keep up with. Make sure you keep up with dog Post. Make sure to click to subscribe. If you like what you're listening to, comment down below. Tell us where we're right. Tell us where we're wrong. And uh, make sure to check out the other videos that we're showcasing up here on the screen. For Matt DeBerry, Dean Leggy, signing off.